Hey guys, I'm back. This is my review of Grey's Anatomy. I know I'm late, but I just saw yesterday. But anyway, so Meredith is experiencing the all of the accolades of a very successful run with dealing with the whole Parkinson's disease research and the doctor that she performed the or she led the team to perform this, you know, um, procedure on uh, with, you know, Amelia and then, you know, Amelia's friend Kai and all of that, you know, it's a big, it's a large team that she spearheaded. And this is something that Meredith has been wanting to do as far as groundbreaking research and doing um, procedures and things of that nature that are not of the norm. That is, uh, again, groundbreaking medicine, embarking on something new. Meredith has always had a history of trying out different things to enhance the world of medicine. You remember she had the, um, what was that project? Uh, I think it was like uh, duplication or skin graphing or animal graphing or something of that nature. I, her and Joe worked on it together. Uh, and I don't know, you know, that was something that was cloning or something of that nature. It didn't really go over well, but you know, it was a start. It was it was groundbreaking research. So with medicine, you know, you are looking at different ways to handle all these various diseases and ailments in ways that defies the logic, you know, at times. And she's and Meredith has had made a history of trying to go above and beyond, uh, especially with so much in research that dictates, you know, certain things, certain things that's come out of the norm, whatever the case may be. So the doctor, well, she's in Minnesota and the doctor, she performed the Parkinson's, you know, she, they, that they performed the Parkinson's, uh, whatever the research they did, the, you know, the procedure, you know, he, you know, of course is grateful, very happy. He's, he's not shaking, you know, all of that, you know, and, and he's able to play chess without shaking. He's very excited. And in front of all these people, the staff in Minnesota, he goes ahead and he says, yeah, and I believe that, you know, Meredith should come on board as director of the Gray Research Project, whatever, right? Meredith is looking like, what? Now, I don't know how she didn't see this coming because it seems like given what she has done, why would they want her to just go away, like walk away and that's the end of it? You know, that, that doesn't seem to make any sense. So. For her to be provide this opportunity to run this research project or this whole program, I don't think that should have been a surprise. But she was caught off guard and she felt a little embarrassed, I think, because she was put on the spot. So it, it you know, she didn't know how to respond to that, you know, publicly. So she goes back into the lab and, and Meredith was like, you know, when the doctor comes in there, the guy who's, you know, who she, who had the park or has Parkinson's explains it to her and saying, he got this research grant, you know, the budget has been approved and this is what you can do. And it can help all these other people in different departments here, you know, it can help out your friend, um, the guy that Meredith is dating, you know, he does the, um, he's a transplant surgery specialist and then can help out further research with the whole Parkinson's project and all this. So it can help a lot of different departments out. You know, it's just, you know, it's a lot, it's a big, it's a large sum of money if she were to take, take this on. And so she tells him, she's like, look, I can appreciate this, but the way that you went about it was out of order. Why would you put me on the spot like that? You know, we could have had a conversation in private to talk about 
other opportunities in this research program, which I agree with Meredith. Like, girl, I mean, God, look, you can't just put me on the spot like that. That was out of order. So he recognized that. He kind of apologizes. And, you know, he's like, well, I'll give you time to think about it. Now, this would mean that she would need to move to Minnesota. Um, this would mean moving to Minnesota, moving her family to Minnesota, leaving Grace Sloan. So it's not a decision that can be taken lightly. And I, you know, do I think Meredith's going to do this? I think she's actually going to do it. Do I believe that she's going to leave Grace Sloan? I think that she will do, I think what she would do is give up her spot as the chief of general surgery. And I think that she will take on this project, but she will still be on staff. I think she's going to some kind of way work it out like she did with, with you know, she's going to split her time between both hospitals, um, doing the research in both places. I think that's primary research will be done in Minnesota. And I think she'll do, you know, have a lab or something set up at Grace Sloan, you know, to continue with what she's doing on this project. I really believe that's what she's going to do. I don't think she's going to leave Seattle. That's just me. That's an assumption. Um, we get her guy comes in. He talks about it, you know, saying, look, I'm not dating you for the research money. I'm just, you know, whatever you decide, you got to do this because this is what you want to do. Whatever the decision is, we still date no matter what. And Kaya talked to Meredith about it. And Kaya was like, look, you know, she goes into how Dr. I think his name Richard or whatever, how, you know, um, he is despite his ego, despite his narcissism, he's still a very good person with a big heart. And, you know, and talked, she, she talked about how, you know, he was there for her when she was going through, you know, when she was changing her pronouns and not she, they were changing their pronouns and very accepting of that and all that good stuff. And, you know, the way that he goes about doing things at times is out of order, but he means well. So that was from Kai. So Meredith got a lot to think about as far as her next stage in her career. So I'm gonna go to Amelia. So Amelia finally gets back from Minnesota. She took a couple of extra days <laughs> to spend time with Kai and when she gets back, she sees, you know, Link, and she's like, look, you know, I'm sorry. I told you I was going to be late a couple of days. And he was like, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. He's blowing her off. He isn't interested in hearing what Amelia has to say. He already knows that Amelia is seeing someone else, and um, he's pretty angry about the whole situation. And Amelia finally asked Link, she's like, look, you know, I don't understand like why does it have to be this way why do you have to be so angry at me he said well i need to be angry at you right now because if i stop being angry then i'll go back to just being in love with you and i need time to move past you i need to be able to move along and right now this is the way i'm processing our current situation so um I'll look into, because, you know, Millie was asking about looking and putting the um, scout on the list for some Head Start programs and all of that good stuff. But Link is just, you know, he still loves Amelia. And Amelia is recognizing it, but she also knows I got to give him his space. Let him go through what he needs to go through to get her out of his system. 
Now, do I think him and Joe will get back together? Uh, I, you know, I, mm, I want to say no. I think they're just going to keep them as best. For, I don't know. It, it, they, it's, it's a toss up. Do I want them to get back together? I think him and Joe are good being buddies and good friends. As far as not, maybe, maybe getting back together wouldn't be a bad idea because they really do care about each other. They are really good friends and they do understand one another. So I don't know. He had moved out because, you know, Joe was like he needs to move out. It seemed like the direction they're taking, like they're not going to be lovers. They're just going to continue to be best friends. Well, Joe has moved on. Well, I wouldn't say she moved on, but she's trying to date other people. And there was a patient that came in who has a heart condition. Patient is pregnant. The patient's brother is an environmental scientist. And, you know, he's been helping his sister along, tracking her everything that goes to her weight and all the stuff, you know, with her pregnancy. He's been doing all the data and making sure things go the way they need to go. I don't know what the woman's father, the, 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 the father of the child is or what the situation is with that. But, you know, the young lady was like, look, asking Joe, was she single? I am asking Joe, was she interested in dating? And Joe was like, well, you know, I mean, yeah. And, but she said, but I'm not dating patients. That's against policy. And the woman was like, oh no, I'm not trying to date you. She said, I want you to date my brother. He's single, he needs someone. I want to make sure he's happy. So eventually, you know, the, the, the brother and Joe, they talk, they talk about this show together and, you know, the, the brother's telling her, telling Joe all about the sister. And he was like, look, I, I'm, I'm just there to be there for her because she needs someone in her life while she's dealing with this pregnancy. And then she has this issue with her heart, blah, blah, blah. So he eventually does ask Joe out. Well, actually, Joe asked him out to go to Joe's. So eventually they, they make an agreement to go to Joe's. At first, Joe was not interested or seemed to be a little distant, but she just came around like, you know what, I need to start dating. And this guy is single and I'm single and I'm trying to move forward in my life. And I think it's a good look. I think she should. I don't think we should focus on Link right now. I think that's a really good look. So I ain't mad at that. I'm cool with that. Now, um, you know, what Link is going to do, I don't know. Because he does, you know, because he was thinking... Well, I can go take Joe out tonight since we don't have anything else to do. And Joe's like, no, nah, I'm actually going out with this guy, you know, over to Joe's. We're hanging out. See you later. What is Link going to do? I'm hoping they find someone else that Link can express an interest in. Because since Link been on the show, he hasn't been with anyone other than Amelia. He hasn't shown any interest in anyone else. So it's time to find a love interest for Link. So now let's go to Dr. Weber. Dr. Weber is beginning to question his abilities when it comes to being a doctor and judgment calls and being in the OR. Um, his wife made a comment earlier when, because uh, he was calling uh, the guy that had that breakdown after the patient died. And he's been caught, well, I forget the guy's name with the glasses. Um, 
what is his name? Um, whatever his name is, I'm sorry. But since the, the since, and I believe he's a resident, and since his breakdown, he hasn't been interested in doing medicine, period. And he has not been talking to anyone. Dr. Weber is calling him every day. He's been ignoring Dr. Weber's calls. I'm surprised he's not even blocked at this point. So Dr. Weber's wife was like, look, not everybody is meant to be in the OR. And she's right. And that got Dr. Weber thinking. So we got a patient that, that has a boa constrictor wrapped around him. The boa constrictor's name is Gigi. Um, the guy's husband is like, look, he ain't really been a fan of the whole Gigi thing in the first place. Gigi obviously was hungry and she bit the guy, wrapped around and she's trying to basically squeeze the life out of him because that's what this animal does. Um, so they're at the hospital Everybody's kind of scared and, you know, um, what's her name? Uh, Dr. Um, uh, Oyo, I uh, uh, forget his name. Doctor, I call him Dr. A. But this is um, homegirl, the one that's the head of uh, cardiac surgery, her husband. Maggie's husband. He is a big fan of snakes, so he knows what to do and how to get the snake to, how they're going to go about unwrapping the snake from this guy. This guy is dying, literally. So they, he said, you put alcohol, rubbing alcohol on the snake's face, it irritates it and it'll loosen the grip, which is what, that's what ended up happening. Um, Dr. Bailey ended up jumping in the back of the car, sprayed the snake. They were able to grab the snake and the guys, you know, Link and Dr. Weber, and, you know, they were able to unwrap the snake. So... Got that done, right? Doctor, you know, and I just didn't think that uh, Bailey was going to be the one to jump in the car to spray, <laughs> to spray the snake with this rubbing alcohol, but she did. So when we get into the OR, well, actually not the OR yet, we get into the ER and they got the scans up. Dr. Weber says we need to, uh, we need to put a catheter in and do something else with the chest and whatever he was saying. And Bailey's looking at the, the, the scans and Bailey's like, oh, wait, 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 hold on. There's something going on here. And she explains, she's like, if we go ahead and we do that, we end up killing him. He needs to go and, you know, go into the, uh, we need to do a, a full body cavity scan and all this and that. So come to find out, Bailey was right. Um, some of his organs had pushed up into his chest cavity. And it's a wonder Dr. Weber didn't catch all that because looking at the scans, you can see there was other things going on there, but he could have killed this man by his judgment call. This is another thing that got into thinking. So the end of the guys goes into surgery because they got to move everything around, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, Dr. Weber, you know, Dr. Weber was part of the surgical team and everything. But later on that night, he tells his wife, he said, look, Remember you said made that comment about uh, everyone doesn't belong in OR. He said, I have lately been making judgment calls that have been very costly. He said, the Weber method hasn't worked out. I got a resident who, or uh, intern or whatever, Schmidt, that's his name, Dr. Schmidt, who is now shut off from the world because of the, the trauma that has caused him, you know, losing a patient, this and that. He said that Weber method might not have been the best method. And now I'm starting to wonder about my other judgment calls. 
I made a judgment call about a patient today that could have killed him. So I need to get a full workup. I need to find out what's going on with me. I need to get some understanding what's going on before I continue practicing medicine, because I feel as though my judgment is off. And if it is off, you know, I can't continue on in medicine if my judgment is this far off, because I don't want to make the wrong call. And so his wife, you know, she hugs him and all of that, right? And I think it was the right thing to do. You know, Richard hasn't been on top of his game for quite some time. So then we get the story with Owen and Teddy. Owen is, you know, going through his physical therapy. He's not the easiest patient, never is when you're a doctor. And, you know, Teddy was avoiding looking or even talking to Owen. She is having a very hard time with the decision that Owen has made in regards to allowing these soldiers who are feeling that they're in the their end of days to take this medication to kill themselves. And she has a problem with that. So they they going back and forth about it. And, you know, Teddy was like, look, I love you. And I need to know that you're going to put your family first before you make a decision that affects us ultimately. And I don't want to end up, you know, looking over my shoulder, end up in jail because of a decision you made, you know, so was Owen correct? No, he wasn't. I understood. And Teddy made it clear. She understood what Owen, the, the decision Owen made, but him making this decision to help this soldier to end his life has long-term effects in terms of involvement of other people. You know, and and I think whoever this young lady is, you know, um, her going around taking this, you know, giving this medication to other soldiers at whim, it can come back and bounce back on Owen. Ultimately, bounce back on Teddy. They can lose their license, they can go to prison. And this is what Teddy was trying to get Owen to understand. You made a snap judgment call based on your feelings instead of thinking it through how your decision affects your family. So I think Owen is finally understanding that. How they're going to move forward, I'm not sure. But I think the impulsive decision-making Owen did, not a good idea. I don't know if it's going to come back to, uh, to, burn, to burn them later on. We'll see. Do I think Owen and Teddy are going to stay together? Uh, probably. I'm guessing probably. Do I want them to stay together? No. <laughs> I wish they both just go ahead on about they. I'm about sick of them, but we'll see. And what else we got going on here? I think I went through for the most part everybody. It was a good episode, it's a really good episode. Um, I wanted to find out more about this whole Nassau. Nass- oh, well, we got uh, you know Bailey talks to. She was talking to her husband. You know he's on station 19. He's also a doctor, but he's a fireman, right? And they talked about the resident that kissed Bailey and all of that. And um, then, you know, Bailey has spoken to the resident because, you know, he ended up being back on her service, even though she didn't want him on her service. And he explained to her, he said, you know what? I do apologize for what I did. I was out of order. He said, but you were sending me mixed signals. Like you were sending signals to me that led me to believe that you were 
attracted to me and that you wanted, you know, wanted that kiss basically. And Bailey was like, I don't know how I give that off, but what is, what's, you know, and then, and then, you know, I guess she thought about it and she spoke to her husband and she was like, you know, we both have been working and a lot and we haven't been seeing each other a lot. Do you think it's possible that we're giving off signals to other people that we want to step outside our marriage? And her husband is like, I, you know, cause he had a similar situation with someone else, um, trying, you know, was attracted to him and this and that. And, you know, he was like, you know what? I really, I can agree with you in terms of we do need to spend more time together. Um, I wasn't aware that we could be sending off the wrong signals to people. So we do need to make more of a conscious effort to be more uh, in sync with each other because, you know, it's very possible that we could be sending off signals to people that we don't intend to send off. And, and that's what I was gathering from their conversation is like, you're not with your husband, you're not with your wife a lot someone comes along and they showcase interest in you they you find you have similar likes like programming and food and all this stuff and it comes across like you were wanting this level of attention because you're not getting it at home that's kind of what i think bailey was trying to get at so they talked about it so they are aware of it now and so they're gonna try to make this correction so we're going to see how this goes moving forward. Um, that's it for this episode. I'll come back next week. Probably be late again, but don't worry about it. It'll be uploaded. Peace.